Welcome to Jess Williamson, the podcast where we build businesses for life. So today I have Tyler from Stylist Socials, I'm sure you've seen some of her TikToks or reels popping up in your feed because she is an absolute queen at nailing being your authentic self through particularly TikTok. So today we are diving into all things TikTok. She shares a bunch of mistakes that people make when they first get on TikTok or are wanting to really grow their audience there. And she really breaks it down in a simple way. And honestly, I am so excited to just get off this right now and go and do some fun TikToks right now because she really reduced the barrier where sometimes we can overcomplicate things, especially learning a new platform and nailing it. So let's waste no time. Let's get on in. There's tons of value in this episode. Hey, Tyler, welcome to the podcast. Hi, Jess. Thank you so much for having me. So you are a TikTok strategist, a talent development coach. What is that? <laughs> what is a talent <laughs> development coach? Because what if people are like, oh, can't work with you because I'm not talented? Like, what is it exactly? You know? Oh, look, I love that you brought that up actually, because I do find a lot of people that come to me that aren't like, some of them don't think they're talented. Look, I, I work with beginners and really, really experienced creators. So all talent levels, let's say, but what I really do help to find, and if it is someone that feels like they don't really have a lot to share and they don't really have that many talents, that's what I bring out of them. So everyone has something to share. And I feel as though that's when I'm really, really good at just going, all right, I see that's magic in you. Let's reel it out. Let's figure out a way that we can tangibly implement that and really kickstart your your presence and your growth on TikTok. Yeah, that's so powerful. And TikTok is one of these things that I'm like, all right, I'm going all in, I'm giving it a go. And then I'm like, you know what? It's just hard. I don't know. I, I feel old <laughs> for sure. So like why TikTok, you know, in your words, it's got this rap for being like, okay, Gen Z, great, um, short form, funny, like, you know, opinionated, very different style content. And it's quite a learning curve. Whereas when I started my online journey, it was the era of a flat lay. It was so easy. It was like, here's my cute computer, like take one photo, throw in a caption that's like, doesn't even make sense. Like three word captions. That was it. And so why TikTok? Why should people be on TikTok now? Especially when it's like, it's not as, I don't want to say easy, but you can't just go viral for posting anything these days. Yeah. Yeah. And to be honest, and we will touch on that a little bit, the whole virality talk, because that's not what I focus on at all, right? I find it's a lot easier, I suppose, like on Instagram to have that virality. And I mean, there are people that I was following that had 3000 followers that now have 21K after a couple of weeks. And I guess like why TikTok? And I'd love to hear your thoughts on this as well. But when you're scrolling through through like the reels feed, all of the reels are the same, yeah. to be honest. The, the, the <laughs> formats are the same. I don't the feed anymore. <laughs> <laughs> Honestly, neither. But if I'm ever looking for like a, an audio or something that I want to use for a reel, you know, you'll just go through a couple. But why TikTok? Look, when you do have a look at Instagram, you have a lot of short form content on there, right? A lot of trending audios, a lot of text. And yes, you do have that on TikTok. But I feel as though other than, Instagram stories, Instagram is quite surface level. 
Like on TikTok, you can really get to know the person behind the screen, the human. It makes you stand out because you're using your voice. Like one of the things that I always say to my audience is your voice is your difference. And truly in a sea of oversaturated industries or niches, like you can be a beginner in any space. If you are using your voice and your experiences and your personality to to really convey the things that you want to, you have such a unique standpoint that you have to take advantage of that. And a lot of people, and this is something, again, that I say to a lot of my clients is if you are currently talking on your Instagram stories, use TikTok the way that you use Instagram stories. I want you to post those things that you have there on TikTok. Give it a go. And look, TikTok, I will say it's a beautiful beast. Okay. It's something that you have to put conscious effort into like taming and taking control of rather than letting it scare you off. Um, because people are kind of scared about like the big bad algorithm, but like we are just working towards human behavior here. Like if you can figure out a way how to confidently convey your message and have a little bit more of a conversational tone with your delivery on TikTok, you can go so far. That in itself is like worth a whole episode. Take what you do on stories, <laughs> put it on TikTok, you're a pro. <laughs> yeah, it, it can be that simple and people really do overcomplicate it. Awesome. So what are some common mistakes that you see? Maybe if people are like, Insta is my jam, I've nailed it, got it down pat. What do you see like some mistakes being when people try and get into TikTok? Mm, I've got four for you and I can, I'll go into a little bit of depth um, on each. The first one is not giving enough things a go. So say, for example, someone who is really, really confident crushing it on Instagram, they're probably mailing that short form, right? So they're translating that over to TikTok and they're not seeing the results or the reach or the engagement that they are on Instagram because it's sometimes, look, you can definitely implement that into your strategy. And I recommend maybe 25% can be very similar to Instagram, but for the most part, they're maybe just going, oh, well, I tried that and it didn't work, so I'm not going to keep on going. Um, and, and, and with that as well, like if you're not giving things enough time can also be a really big one, like the biggest mistake. Uh, again, like if you're just posting something and it doesn't do well instantly, on TikTok, like the the reach is delayed. Like I'm talking up to four to six weeks for some people. Really? Like, yeah, oh. yeah, especially when in 2021 you could go viral, go, get a million lo- views up, shaking your booty, like doing something <laughs> like within 48 hours. Now it, it probably takes, I guess, like four days for someone that was maybe getting 20,000 views in a day to get that kind of reach. And you, I, I always assume 10% engagement on top of that, but not giving strategy enough time and kind of shifting and tweaking and going, oh, that didn't work, so I've got to instantly change something. Like sometimes you have to try the same exact thing four, five, six, seven, eight, nine times for you to actually see the benefit of it. And the best part about that is if you've posted a a very similar video amongst other styles and formats and topics and all that, if you've posted, say, nine of that same video and on the 10th one, it's when it kicks off. Say, for example, you get a bunch of followers off the back of that. What are they going to start to see in their For You feed? those similar videos. Yeah. So there's going to be that repetition. There's going to be the uh, the memorability aspect. Your content's going to become predictable and that's what really helps to make you a comfort creator. So again, just wrapping up on that mistake would be not giving uh, strategy enough time. Before we dive on to the next one, how do you find that one thing? Because there's a balance between this is not working, stop doing that because that's clearly not working. And okay, I understand. And this is like something that I do with my clients as well, not in TikTok, but it's like when you understand the strategy, when you understand the psychology and you understand yourself to find what works for you, you can continue doing that with blind faith, knowing that it's gonna work. How do you know your thing to be like, 
I'm just going to keep doing it. I don't care if no one's seeing it right now. (laughs) For a lot of creators, it's not about finding one thing, especially on TikTok. On Instagram, it might be a bit easier to find that one thing and, and you can keep the momentum going quite quickly. But on TikTok, I really do think you probably should try and have a couple of different things that you do stick within just so that, yeah, there's that repetition and predictability, but there's also uh, you're kind of changing things up so people don't know exactly what's coming every single time. So I guess like to answer your question, like when do you give up? I don't think it should ever be about giving up if you know your message, you know what you're sharing and why you're sharing it, but it just should be about tweaking the delivery of it. So say, for example, if you're doing like a a shorter form or to give you an actual example that's happened recently with a lot of my clients, they tend to do maybe like 60 to 90 second talking videos and they're like, I just can't get people through the end of the video. Like watch time is really important. If you can get people through a whole 90 second video, that's great. You're going to get people pushed out. But if it only happened, if they're only watching for three or four seconds and you can see the watch time's coming down, it's not going to get pushed to more people. So what I say is, okay, if you're delivering a lot of information in a longer form on TikTok, longer form video, turn it into a power statement. And that's a bit of my secret sauce. That's something that has uh, worked really, really well with a lot of my clients where I say, instead of trying to talk for 60 to 90 seconds, get something, get like a really strong, just don't give everything away. Just give maybe a couple of different points or like Pose like a question to your audience that gets them thinking, that gets them on their toes around the topic that you want to talk more about. A power statement is a 15 to 35 second, um, really quick, short form, original style video where you're pumping something out. Again, it could be a question like to, just to give you an example of something that, that I spoke about this morning, like it could be like, you know what? When was the last time you put your phone down when you had breakfast? When you actually slowed down your chewing? And really we're just in the present moment. Like when was the last time you guys did that? The whole like premise of that could be about you talking about being present and mindful and could open up more of a conversation later. So again, it's never about changing exactly what you're talking about, but it's just the delivery and considering how many different ways or what are the one percenters that I can tweak in every single video that I do from this instead of like shifting the video entirely, how can I make it shorter? Maybe I do I leave a question at the end so they go and drop a couple of questions in the comment or go comments or go, oh, like what do you mean about this? And it's just a little bit of a breadcrumb to know more in a shorter amount of time. No, that's cool. Okay. Give us number two. <laughs> cool. Um, I think this is actually number three, but um starting to talk about like everything because you feel like you're going to get niche down. Mm. That is one of the biggest issues that I see, even for people that do have like a really strong business and like technically have like a really strong niche. Um, I still find that they're like, oh, but I don't only want to talk about this on TikTok because you've got such a potential to be known for so many different things. And whether you niche down or you don't, that's completely up to you. There is no one size fits all. It's just what works best for you. But if you can start smaller you can grow as time goes on. Again, this does come down to not trying enough, whether it's like formats or different topics. Again, not giving strategy enough time. The third one being being scared that like you're going to to niche down too fast and then you're talking about everything. Uh, you do need to sort of have or give people a reason to remember you by something. And again, you can expand as time goes on. One thing I shared on my podcast recently, because this was something, I was like, do not put me in a box. Like, (laughs) stop telling me to damn well niche. And I was like, (laughs) just no. And I know that so many other people resist this as well. And so for me, I am a damn expert in mindset, but I'm also a damn expert in sales marketing strategies. They sound complete opposite. But what I do is I bridge them 
with a common theme. What is the theme? It's unlocking insane levels of success through business. Then I can deliver it through mindset. I could deliver it through, hey, stop doing these sales things because they're harming you. But like the message that I'm known for, I guess my niche is unlocking like fantasy land levels of success. So that's kind of how I niche without being put in a box, but it's still known for something. More so almost like narrowing down who you're actually talking to. Yeah. That's how I would see that. And I think that that's a great point because you can always have that really common theme, that thing that everyone's chasing. And like you said, there are so many different ways that you can talk about that. And this is something that I actually put on my um, TikTok today. I said, uh, like, what is one truth that if you would share right now would help someone else? And again, that can be done in so many different aspects, but the end goal of why you're sharing that truth would be the same. So if you, were, if anyone's ever stuck for content ideas, I always come back to that. What is one truth that if you shared right now would help someone in your target audience? My brain goes, what do you mean truth? You know, can you, can you share that? Because I think this could be a really powerful thing for people to sit with and take away. And maybe other people are thinking, hmm, what truth? What, <laughs> what truth do I have? Yeah. Okay. So has there been something that you've tried at the moment that you've gone down? Like that was actually really good for my business. I can't believe like, was it like a new software? Was it, did you have a conversation with a client where they were like, oh my gosh, I tried that thing and it worked really, really well. It could be a multitude of things. I mean, uh, it could also be uh, maybe if you are like scaling, maybe you had to let go of something and the truth was that you had to stand firm and go, right, to, to bring on something that's new and bring in more. I had to let go of something that was old and it was holding me back. And it's like, what is one thing that, and like, I'll give you an example of what I, what I shared um, on my TikTok yesterday. And I actually used this exact same exercise. I was a little bit flustered. I was like, you know what? I would still love to get something out today. And one truth to me at the time was reposting and repurposing content. So there was a video that I posted maybe four months ago, and I just decided to take that voiceover, put different visuals with it, post it, and the video did a lot better. So I went, what was one truth that I could share today that would help my target audience? I shared, repost, and repurpose your content. I gave them the tangible example. I showed them how to do that. You don't always have to give a tangible example, but it does help. And that was a truth that I shared. I love that. That <laughs> just opens a whole can of worms for like endless content ideas. Did you have one more mistake or was that all that was for? It, no, I've got one more. Okay. And it's my favorite one. <laughs> It is my favorite one. Okay. And it is the biggest mistake that people make is doom scrolling. So for me, and I talk about this so much because all of my clients still do it and I'm coaching them out of that and the ones that weave out of it because it's like a toxic relationship. Like sometimes it's not easy to cut off, but you got to do it. You know, if you're scrolling for inspiration, if you're scrolling for your next winning content idea, if you're scrolling for a bit of research or to find the best hook, like I don't recommend that at all. I recommend putting pen to paper if you were confused and asking yourself a couple of questions. And like, again, like that truth example that I shared, that's just one that you could do, but you can kind of go back to, you know, what am I passionate about? What might I be able to help remind someone of? Or what is something that I recently uh, tried? Or like, what is something that I could recommend to someone? Or like, how would I talk to a friend on FaceTime? You've got so many questions that you can just journal on and get really deep into introspection rather than getting deep into your doom scroll. And that is a huge mistake. Speaks to my soul. And I see you <laughs> preaching this. Firstly, social media platforms want to keep you stuck. So like when I first got TikTok, I, this doesn't happen with Instagram, but TikTok, it envelops you. It is like you are not coming out of here for like hours. So I actually just had to can it. I was like, I just can't even open the app for a while. And so like I've learned to not do that. But the other thing that I always say as well is stop looking for the answers outside of you. 
because we all have the answers within us. Working with people like yourself who can unlock the parts that we can't quite see yet, you know? And so that's where sometimes people take it the other way where they're like, oh, I don't need help. I'm just going to figure it all out myself. And then you feel stuck forever. But it's actually like working with someone like yourself or for me, I help people unlock that in their mindset. Finding those people that can help you unlock more of you, that's a winning superpower, whether it's in TikTok, whether it's in anything you do. I think it's so relevant. Yeah, 100%. And like, just like you said, like the answers are all within us. And if you just give yourself space, like that example that I shared earlier in this episode, like when was the last time you sat down and had your breakfast without your phone? I feel like a lot of people, including myself, like I used to get stuck down the binge, the dirt scroll when I was, when I was eating my food. And it's like, you're never present, but when you are, and to be honest, when you do stop yourself from doing that, it's going to be uncomfortable. You're going to want to go on your phone, but you have to resist those urges because everyone's just trying to put more, 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 more in here where you've literally just got to sift through, get rid of all the noise and just access what you already have. I always say, take it back to basics. And like when it comes to TikTok, if you think of where it, where it was two years ago, uh, where it was like short form trends, then you kind of to go into like talking videos where you'd have different text bubbles pop up and editing techniques and you'd be filming in different angles all the time, every sentence. It's like, you don't need to do that now. You can literally just put your phone up, record for three minutes on your camera roll. And this is what I recommend. If you've got your arms and R's and pauses in there, great. Don't touch start and record, uh, start and stop, start and stop, because that builds up a bit of a wall, but, and then it creates a disconnect between the flow of your discussion. I, I just recommend just editing one video on itself, cutting it to what feels good, but still leaving in some of the ums and the ahs and the isms and the things that make you you because that's human. That's natural. People connect to people. And that is what's so powerful on TikTok. So it's so different now in a sense where just show up and post a, 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 a video of you having a conversation rather than just going, what can I teach and just teach and tell and teach and tell? How can I converse? How can I carry on a conversation? How can I get people asking questions so when they do leave me a question in the comments, I can respond with a longer form video responding. And there begins to be like a little bit more of a rhythm through that. Oh, so good. I'm literally like, right, can I go do my TikTok? <laughs> I'm like, <laughs> oh, I no, love this that. Is good because it's breaking down the barrier where it feels hard because I feel like when we transition from photo to video, then we had to think about what am I going to say? How am I going to format it? Do I need B-roll? Do I just need face to cam? Do, what do I need? How do I, you know, there's too many elements, whereas photo, you take a photo, you put it up. Like I think you've really simplified it but in a strategic way where it makes it less confronting. Do you have any tips? Because I feel like another barrier for people is time. It feels like it takes time. And I, I once had a client and she was spending like four days out of the five making TikTok videos. And I was like, when are you running your business? Let's cut that down <laughs> and make it more efficient. But how can people really immerse themselves? Because the key is obviously testing and learning. So maybe getting some quantity out to start with, seeing what works. How do you recommend efficiency? No, of course. Look, I'm going to break down a process that I have, and I'm about to speak a little bit more about on my page, but that's the 30-day TNT. So the 30-day test and trial. I want to start with this, and I recommend this to so many people, even the most experienced creators that come to me. If they're going, I feel stuck, I need to find my voice because they have spent so long, or they, they've either spent so long trying to be something that they're maybe not, and they've grown for something around that, or they are kind of developed on Instagram, but want to come onto TikTok. I'm like, okay, 
What you're going to do is for 30 days, you were just going to throw shit at the wall and see what grows flowers out of it. That's what I say. <laughs> um, I, I just want you to just play around with it. Do your voiceovers. Do talking to camera. Do power statements. Um, do a story time. Show a product and hold it off and, and, and sort of sell it as if you were trying to sell it to a friend. Like go ham. Don't look at the numbers. You can do it on a burner account if you want to and just play around with it. Something else that I also say is not every video has to be posted. So if you take the pressure off and if you set three timers twice a week, maybe one day a week, if, but I, I recommend as much as possible to get the frequency up. I promise I'm going somewhere. If, if you do have that frequency up and you just get the reps in, that's something I also say a lot on my page, is you'll get the experience up. You'll start to feel more confident in your content creation abilities. And also like you, you will have a period where you go, okay, I'm number one, getting the, the skill up of actually doing the thing and doing it consistently. Um, where after 30 days, you can do a couple of different things. You look at your content that you've posted and you go, okay, what did I enjoy? Because first and foremost, that is so important. What you can keep consistent with long-term, you look at the formats, you maybe probably want to choose two to four to start off with. I probably recommend around three to four, but it's up to you. And you really want to just identify those. Then you want to consider, all right, after I found all of that, what actually landed? Like, was there anything on there that did better than others? Were there ones that didn't do as well? The next step is finding the commonalities. Did you use a question in the start? Were you using a green screen behind you? What, like, you know, what things were you saying? Were you using analogies, metaphors? Like, what things were you actually doing in the video that got people's attention? Where did you lose their attention? Because you can have a look at retention rate and all that stuff. And once you have that, then you can start to formulate a little bit more of a strategy. And included in that is whether you're going to be an impromptu creator and you're just going to create on the fly in the moment. That's what I do. I cannot batch to save my life. Wow. So you record <laughs> and you post it straight away regardless of what time of day. My filming to editing process is five minutes. Mm -hmm. It really is. A one minute 30 video might actually probably be 3, 3.30 if I'm having a couple of pauses in there or my dog runs across my lap. I'll just edit it out in CapCut, do up a really quick caption in the moment. To be honest, but I don't recommend that for everyone because it doesn't work for everyone. Yeah. But on TikTok, where it is more relaxed, I'm really helping, and this has helped a lot of creators that are stuck in the perfectionism sort of rut and they go, oh, well, it has to be perfect. No, actually, it doesn't. Progress over perfection every single day. And um, how to really like figure out like how you can be more efficient with your time is first just identifying like what is actually going to be best for you. If you are going to be batch creating, maybe instead of doing your research, maybe you want to like put a poll up on Instagram, see what people would like to see from you. Maybe you can go through some of the comment sections, see what people were saying in there, what they were receptive to. Um, and like even like write down like a couple of questions, whether it's like a, uh, it could be a before and after transformation. What, uh, how are they currently feeling right now? How do they want to feel? How am I going to bridge the gap? And it can be that simple where you do kind of just use that as a bit of a formula. Maybe you go between a story, a process, a tutorial. And again, it's got to feel good for you, but just identifying where your strengths lie, what you can keep consistent with, you can grow on over, over, over time. You can stop doing certain things 60 days later, 30 days later, if you really want to. But if you are going to substitute, I recommend doing it like one by one, slowly, slowly, just so when your audience is coming, that you're not growing an audience or 150 followers for one thing, then you're dropping off because you're talking about completely different things. A thousand for the next, dropping off again, and then you're having that disengaged audience. Like you just want to start really slow, but you have to know yourself first and foremost and what's going to work for you before you care about anyone else. Still very important, but you matter first. Oh, I love this so much. I think you've broken down something that 
people just overwhelm, uh, including myself, <laughs> overwhelm. And then you're just like, no, nah, too hard. I'll stick to Instagram. And then there's a whole other discussion about that because that is just. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Instagram over. is Instagram. I love it. But. <laughs> On the daily. One last question that I have for you. So once people have figured out their flow, test and learn, how do people really bring that authenticity or bring that this is me because I think, you know, a lot of people could talk about mindset. A lot of people could talk about TikTok or how do you encourage people to stand out by being themselves? I guess a bit of backstory. For me, I used to hold this deep belief where I thought I needed to be loud. I needed to be flamboyant and be like, "Woo, look at me. And that was like, what do you mean, Jess? Like you're quiet. That's cool. That's you. We have this vision where it's like, oh, do I need to be a tube girl and do something crazy? Like get on the subway and like dancing. Again, you do want to be looking at like what you're doing every day. You want to be looking at what your friends like compliment you on or like all those little bits and pieces. But you also do have to have your blinders on and, and really catch yourself out and have that self-awareness being like, oh, am I influenced to try and do something? Is this actually authentically me? And, and bring yourself back to that. Um, but to give you an example, and I love that you brought up the, the, the conversation of like being loud. That's how I am naturally. I talk with my hands. I'm a bit crazy. I work with people who do ASMR and do stuff like that. I just shared a, a, a power statement example of a creator who really close oh, yeah. she was whispering I saw that and like it kind yeah, of and it's like my body was like cringing but then I couldn't stop watching it <laughs> yeah and it's like for you like that might be your thing authentically standing out do you always wear bright colors for so long and an example of this is I used a lot of different colors on Instagram and TikTok my color has always been blue like always I, I don't know why I never used it earlier but I thought I had to do things a certain way and you do have to have that self-reflection of like you do need to go deep into introspection because by you going, how do I stand? How do I authentically be me? You can't research that online. You have to go inward. Also just, you know, signature lingo. What do you say to your friends? I'm a bro, dude, bruh, homie kind of gal. Like I'm not a babe, queen, honey, dear. Like that's just not me. But I tried to be for, for a long time. So even coming down to the way that you communicate, how do you talk to a friend? How do you talk to a client? Um, because if there is a disconnect, you're only going to be able to keep up with that for so long. It really is just about bringing yourself back to those little things where you look deeper and, again, putting pen to paper. It's like, what is me? Down to dress code. Do I wear glasses? Am I going to wear big, bold, crazy glasses? How do I wear my hair? Like, there were periods where I curled my hair and wore it down. I'm a slick bun gal forever, slick Rick. Like, it's uncomfortable for me to do that, but you always have to catch yourself out and go, this isn't actually me. I bring myself back to who I actually am and I bring myself back home. So again, very mindset style, but that's, it, it doesn't need to be more complicated than that. Yeah. This is what I'm just like so passionate about is when you work on you, you upgrade you forever. And I don't mean upgrade, like let's curl our hair and be different, but like you upgrade your groundedness in being you. And like so many beliefs over our lifetime that have molded us to who we think we need to be. And there's so much power in that because I used to be the most introverted person where I wouldn't even, if someone waved at me, I didn't wave back because I was embarrassed. What if they weren't waving at me? Like this was the level of shyness where like, no, I didn't want to be seen. I didn't want anyone to know. And like, I've had to continually do deep self-discovery, but also create 
new beliefs, rewire my mind, like create safety and groundedness in being like, hello, here I am. And I may say the wrong thing sometimes, but like, that's what makes me me. I'm awkward. And it's like, (laughs) that's what we're doing. So yeah, starting with you. And I think that's so powerful for what you teach. And that's why I was so excited to get you on because I think a lot of people talk about, okay, TikTok, here's how we game the system. Here's how we mold you to be the viral, you know, like, no. Yeah. Everyone's chasing the algorithm. You just got to understand human behavior. Technically the algorithm, there's things that have changed on the back end, but the trends that we've gone through, the creators that we love now, it hasn't been the algorithm saying, hey, creators, create this. It's been the creators creating that. And then the audience and the people and humans, the eyes, the viewers going, oh, I actually like this more. I'm going to stick with this now. Like people are putting 10 minute videos there now. Yeah. You can feel the energy as well. Like the reason why these creators go viral, they might be doing crazy different things or whatever, but it's because it's them. It's exactly who they are. You can feel when someone's not quite embodied. So even if you have a general idea of what you like and who you are and things, there's a whole new level of groundedness that comes with, you know what, even if I get a ton of hate for this, I can stand so tall in this is who I am and be okay with that as well. Yeah. And that is a big problem for a lot of people. They're scared of being seen for who they really are. And that's when you look, I believe that this opportunity is available to everyone, but you have to be open to showing yourself. And I'm not saying, hey, you dirty laundry online, but you, you need to be standing firm in your ground and going, again, if I get hate for this, fine. That's okay because the right people will find me. Ah, oh, there's so much that we could just continue on all day, but there is so much in this. And I think thank you for simplifying, but also bringing the deeper strategy where it's not just quick wins. Because I think TikTok, online, you know, people in that space, it's just like quick win central and that's not how I roll. That's not how you roll. So (laughs) it's just refreshing. So thank you for sharing all of these tips. Uh, If anyone wants to come and binge your content, where are they going to find you? (laughs) (laughs) Look, just at Styler Social. So on Instagram and TikTok, it's S-T-Y-L-A, just Tyler with an S. Uh, And then social. think your name is Styler. All the time. Yeah. I get emails. Hey, Styla. I'm like, hey. <laughs> Not quite, but okay. <laughs> yeah. So just on my socials. Yeah. We'll link it all in the show notes because you put out so much awesome content. And thank you for hanging out today. And if anyone does love this episode, please do share it. And I'm not even going to say, does anyone love it? Because you loved it so much, <laughs> share it on your socials. Tag me and Tyler because we cannot wait to hear what you think. 